You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Happy New Year, boy. Happy uh, Happy New Year's, boys. Merry Christmas. Yada, happy, yada, yada. Happy New Year. Yeah, well, our New Year episode released already. Yeah. And this is going to be like the third week of January, so. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, Happy New Year's, H-Holes. Hopefully your New Year's resolutions was, yeah. are going strong. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I'm going to go ahead and tell my future self that uh, it's okay to get that, you know, yeah. extra slice of uh, brisket on your To eat it, Mr. Juicy Burger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eat yeah, get that extra burger. slice of bacon. Yeah. Really. yeah. It's so good. So there's probably some confusion about our podcast release that was two weeks ago uh-huh. with Mr. Juicy. Yeah. That was a previously released episode. I'm just telling our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So if you start listening to it and you think, ah, I think I've heard this before, you probably have. But we had so many technical issues for like weeks. It was just easier to re-release the episode than to fix the issues and leave it as number 113, so it releases number, what, 125 or something like that. Yeah, and that week in between like that. Uh, Christmas and New Year's is always kind of a good week to put it. Yeah, we, we didn't have anything coming out that week anyway, so that's why if you've heard it before, great. If you haven't heard it yet, it's a great episode. Right. We interview a basically world-class chef yeah. on the podcast, and it's fantastic. Yes, and if we... Ha- we ate there last week again. Man, Zach did. Oh, man. It's and so that good. Burger, get the wet sauce. It's like the best. I don't know how to describe it, but it's definitely the best burger I think you can get in San Antonio. I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's here today? Today we have myself, Landon, on the mic. We have, to my left, we have Zach. To my right, we have good old... Your own infant Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting across from me. I'm not alone me. today. I'm not alone today. <laughs> and sitting across from me, we have Don Anderson. Welcome to the show, Don. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. This is kind of, this is weird. Uh, I have no idea, you know, <clears throat> why anybody would want to listen to anything I have to say. Well, mainly, how does it feel to be a guest on another podcast? Because you also have a podcast. I do. It's just an excuse for me to run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> does it feel like less stressful? Because I've been guests on other podcasts, and it's like, yeah, this is kind of nice. You know, oh, the, is, yeah, the yeah, other guys that are cool. running the show, I just have to sit here and answer questions, yeah. look pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to think, you know. And you know, I, you know, But I got nervous driving in. I was like, you know, I'm going to look like a fool. They're going to. You know, they're going to find me out. I'm, I'm going to figure out we got a big hole in my swing, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we supply booze, so yeah, it's all right. fine. Yeah, the, the guys have supplied me with a, with a pig brown cup for my rum tonight. Yeah. yeah that is awesome. That is killer. Don't let me forget, we'll have to give you some stickers, too. Oh, yeah, before you we got leave. some good stickers. Yeah. So, uh, Gabe, what are we drinking today? I don't know. We, uh, <clears throat> we were kind of quiet today, running around with stuff, but we pulled from... Landon's special private reserve underneath the... Uh, now, Don probably thought I was an alcoholic when I opened that cabinet, but I just want to make it clear that, like, half of that that's in there is Gabe's. 
Yeah, Maybe. We have, we have kind a, of. Right now. We have a, <laughs> kind of. And a couple of yeah. them bottles are probably yeah. Zach's. We bring a bottle, and I don't want it because I don't have room in my house for more bottles. So it just it just it just, just stays. Up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff in there that I didn't tell my wife about, so it's all good. <laughs> um, tonight, so I'm in trouble with my yeah, wife. Tonight we are drinking Frigate Reserve Rum, uh, aged 15 years. It is uh, 80 proof, and yeah, it's... Um, this is the hip fly fishing rum. Yeah, this is It's all over uh, social media. If you yeah. are a, a fly fishing guide saltwater... Uh yeah you you you, you post oh is this from. honey hole tenant number eleven for salt for salt you're gonna have to have a salt one and a freshwater mm. one this is is this the salt edition this is if we did one it, this one would probably probably be on that I just salt feel like edition. salt water in general is always gonna be rum yeah you know sure. yeah sure for Coors Light but yeah <laughs> so so what is what is fresh scotch yeah we do more bourbon but. Yeah, whiskey. I would say yeah. scotch. If Sa- you're if you're thinking here. like a tweed, old school fly fishing, it's got to be scotch. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah it sure. would be it would be a a single malt, uh, probably anywhere around twelve to fifteen years old. And new age trout bum is four loco. Yeah, four loco <laughs> or cast and blast. <laughs> or, ooh, or cast yeah. and blast. Yeah, the cast and blast definitely. Or uh, why am I blanking on the name? That stuff we've been drinking all the time. You mentioned it earlier. Yeah, the casting. Oh, all hands. All hands. Oh, yeah, yeah that's all hands. true. New age, yeah, but definitely all hands. All hands. I forgot about that. Yeah, everyone. It's like all of a sudden they became the, like, official drink of Classic. fly fishing. fishing. Hey, take it. They're good. It goes down smooth, man. Mm-hmm. You don't know how far they go, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm three deep. Yeah. I had, like, six drinks in 45 minutes. Chocolate wasted. Yeah. chocolate wasted? Yeah. Yeah, those uh, those make some bad decisions quick. You're not paying attention. Yeah. So, okay. So, what do you guys think about the rum? It's good. It's good. It's like a. It's it's almost like a sweeter, low proof whiskey. Yeah. The sweetness is there. A lot of vanilla. A lot of vanilla. You said banana earlier. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I think there's that like runs banana. Mm-hmm. You know. It's almost like you mix scotch with a low proof <laughs> bourbon, weeded bourbon, and then threw in like some candy. And then threw in some candy, yeah. And let it sit in the candy mm-hmm. for a bit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I could see Let's that. Like some runts. Threw some runts in there. Oh, yeah. Th- oh, yeah. That's what rum is. It's just runts. I'm <laughs> <laughs> actually mispronouncing it. <laughs> no, this one's good. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. If someone offered me this, I wouldn't turn it away. No. This would be great in eggnog, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that that time I had a little bit too much rum. Oh, yeah, I thought you weren't allowed to drink rum anymore. I'm not oh, really yeah. allowed. No, no, I'm oh. not allowed to bring rum to a to place. A place yeah. So I did not bring the rum, so we're good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, But because of that incident, also, you know, rum, I don't enjoy drinking as much as I did. Yeah, I can see where it messes you up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I had some good rum. I had that Ernest Hemingway. Like That inspired. stuff is good. That yeah, one Papa's is good. Papa's Pilar. Yeah, that yeah, one's good. It is good rum, but... You know, did you get did you get sick? Yeah, I drank like the whole bottle in about four hours, mixing with uh, pineapple juice. So was yeah. that? Did you do the super dark one, or was it like a lighter color? I did the light one. Okay. I do. I like the aged one too. Yeah, the twenty. It's like twenty one or twenty three years old. Yeah, that one's really good. It's almost like you're drinking melted chocolate. It, it is. is. Yeah, it, it is, is so really good. good, especially right now when it's cold outside. Yeah. With a cigar or something? Yeah, it's inspired by, like, Ernest Hemingway. So, actually, they have a lot, like, when you do the tour, they have a lot of, like, fly fishing stuff and Mm. all that. It's in the the Keys, like Key West. Yeah, I did the tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you've been there. So, it's cool. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. This is good. This is good. This yeah. is fun. I like it. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Gabe, how was your Christmas? What did you get? <sighs> uh, got money. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, what else? You guys asked me earlier, and I was like, you get pencils? I get? Got some pencils. Well, you did buy something with that money. I did, and I picked it up today. I had to go to, like, two loaves, but I had, I got a Pit Boss 1100 uh, pellet smoker, nice. which I'm pretty excited to use, and I'm... I'm we're gonna have uh, New Year's Eve dinner at my house, uh, so family and and maybe a neighbor too are gonna come over. So we're gonna get that all put together tomorrow, and um, and get it all ready to go, and and maybe do a little run through on Friday. Maybe cook some chickens or something. But then, but then, what uh, are you making for New Year's Eve? Uh, I'm gonna do brisket and I'm gonna do ribs. And this thing is big enough to hold. Two briskets and probably three things of ribs. But I'll I was going to say, you can do both on that one? Yeah. Yeah, There's nice. the, the room is in. And even when I was looking at the smaller one, uh, it looked like you could you could do a brisket. You know, it'd be close. It depends on how tall that brisket is, yeah. you know. But um, I just, for $100 more, I just went with the bigger one. I could probably do a brisket and maybe one rack of ribs. Yeah. On mine. And so that's, that's so much food already. A oh, brisket yeah. and a yeah. rack of ribs. Well, but but the I thing is, the, t- the cook time on them is so different. You know. Yeah, but it, you know, if you, the way I figured is like I could do I could do the brisket way in advance and still rest it for several hours. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, throw it in the yeti. And while it's resting, you could actually do the whole thing of ribs. Ribs, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and those like, like it the other way. Eat the ribs while you're doing yeah. the brisket. Oh, yeah. 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 No, no, no. You you're absolutely that. right. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Uh, <laughs> you, just, yeah, you, just, you just keep eating. Well, all this the way thing through. you can sear on this thing. You can do a bunch of stuff. So I mean, I could make a steak and then put everything on. Eat my snake steak and you know scotch and cigar and then you know sleep on it. I don't know. I'm excited, but I've got enough room to put everything on it and let it go. And I think I think in the long it probably doesn't suck because I'll probably use more uh, pellets because it's a, a bigger area. Uh, to uh, smoke. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, but even then, you know, I, I when we when we do, uh, when I do do briskets on the Weber, I, I'm I mean, it's like I feel like it'd be nice to be able to throw an extra thing of ribs on. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm usually not just cooking for us. I'm cooking to give some to my folks and and the neighbors and stuff to share. We have some, uh, you know, older retirees in our neighborhood. There's out for so yeah I, i'm excited i'm yeah i'm good i i think it was worth the hundred extra dollars for the larger size oh for sure yeah for yeah the larger size yeah. so uh, we'll especially if you cook for it. so many people mm-hmm. for kindle night it's just like but it's hard to shop for me like i said i usually like fly tie materials will just get it myself or you know pro form stuff just get it you know and and so i know it's it's hard to hard to shop but the kid bunch of legos she got uh the the what's the coolest lego set she got uh she got like please an art. tell yeah please tell me you got her the death star please tell not me. yet because that's like 700 dollars. kind of yeah and i feel like i would geek out of it like you know what why don't you sit over there let me uh let me help you with this <laughs> um it's only like ten thousand yeah pieces. it's only like ten thousand pieces no the the star killer that one that the it's bigger than the death star yeah yeah i think that one has like 20,000 pieces? Something I stupid. I got a Lego set for Christmas. Did you? What'd you yeah. get? I got, you know, I got the, they have the new, um, they're making like Legos for adults, so it's a Star Wars collection, mm. but like you build the platform because it's like, this is not a toy. This is a Yeah, this model. is like a model. Yeah. You know? Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what um, was it? I got it? the uh, Dagobah, like Luke practicing or learning how to be a Jedi with Yoda at the swamp. Yeah. So oh, okay. It has like Yoda's house and the swamp and like the part of the X-Wing. 
That's cool. Yeah. Did you put it together yet? Not yet. I tie flies and such. She's got more of the city stuff, <laughs> but I think like she's getting the Harry Potter now. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she's she's got a couple of Harry Potter stuff on there. But I don't know. the The main thing I was telling telling the guys, uh, Don, before he came, the one major thing that she got, or the thing that I didn't think she'd be so infatuated with, was a um, was the the eight ball. It was was it magic eight ball? Magic eight ball. Hell yeah. yeah, magic eight ball. So she's every question that came up, she'd shake that thing and. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're still going to bed. It doesn't matter what the magic eight ball says. You have to go to bed. You still have to go to bed. <laughs> Shake it again. Yeah. Shake yeah. it again. No? Okay. Yeah, we'll yes, be right about yeah. that. Yeah. And <laughs> my parents got her a, a, a light, like a really nice, um, uh, what do you call it, scooter that, like, lights up. Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, man. Is it electric or is it, like, the no, knock your, it's, knock it's your just put batteries shins off? Just knock your shins off. Well, no, it's a little, the one she's rolling with now, like, I yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't. Um, Did they just steal one of those electric scooters from the street? You know, well, I mean, that would have been easier. Line, yeah. That would have been great. But no, no, they they got to run and put some batteries to, to the lights on there. But <laughs> no, I'm she's she's uh like kids have a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they, they got a lot of cool toys now. Would yeah. be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it's like to go Lincoln Logs. Oh, when you, when I you gave like my nephew. Oh. I gave my nephew Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs Christmas. are good. Yeah. Still he's not Lincoln quite. Logs. Yeah, he's not quite old enough for Legos yet. He's four, but Lincoln Logs. Did you get yeah. him a big tub? Perfect. Uh, no, we got him a barn set with like the animals, so you can oh, set up a barn and nice, like, do nice, that. Nice. And then he got like a remote control monster truck. And we didn't do this, but because you know how four year olds are, they're kind of all over the place. My intention was to build the Lincoln Log barn and run over it with the monster truck. Yeah, <laughs> but. You're you know, greed. once the monster trucks came out, there was no interest in building a Lincoln nah, Log barn. He's like, you give me sticks, there's a monster truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say this year, though, the one thing I did try for the first time was fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I bought a fruitcake from, uh, from Specs. From Collins Street. From Specs? Yeah. I so, bought a fruitcake from okay, Specs. So it's not something I thought I'd yeah. hear today. In the parking lot? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so no. Got, they, so no he, he, he got I made it with rum from in here. He, he got a free mixtape with it. They have, no, no. They've got. <laughs> get out of here. Like my SoundCloud. I'll give you the fruitcake. Houston? <laughs> Check my rap CD. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. They, they sell a pecan pie, a bourbon pecan pie that's actually really good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Collins Street Bakery is a bakery out of Waco and they ship stuff and the bakery's fantastic. Have you ever been through Waco, downtown Waco, uh, go there, man, their deli stuff is delicious, but yeah, they had a canned fruit cake. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'll try, I'll try this. Why not? Uh, my sister-in-law was talking about making one and she ended up making one, but I didn't have a reference. I've never tasted one before. Um, it is dense. It is. You can oh, fruitcake is dense. De- yeah, fruitcake is dense. Yeah, it's thick with three C's. Yeah, man, just like <laughs> everything. <laughs> you know, everything's all like, yeah. I, I never again, never again. Um, pass on that. Pass on fruitcake. Zach, what about you? Your Christmas? Uh, I got new Bahio sunglasses. I'm excited to try out. Nice. So, so what yeah. are those? So what's the what's the so uh, so like Costa. You know, it was like the big one for a while. And they got bought by a much larger company. Okay. And I never experienced it, but a lot of people said that customer service kind of went down with that. Probably. And so um, Bahio kind of saw that, like a lot of fly fishing, just anglers in general, n- needed that customer service 
but top quality sunglasses. And so Bahio came out I forget, a couple of years ago, I think now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are like ethically made. They are like everything they use is like recycled plastics, recycled cardboard. And they think about that and, and like even in their shipping and stuff. And um, it's just a smaller company that sells really, really nice sunglasses. And they market to anglers. And they market to anglers specifically. Um, and so, yeah, like granted, I got them a couple days ago, but I'm I'm liking them. I'm, yeah, I'm digging matters. them so far. Uh, so, yeah, so that was the big one, the, like, howler hoodies and, you know, because part of the tenants, you know. Yeah. Got to have the. The H-hole tenants. Exactly. Got to have the howler hoodie. Um, what else? Uh, I You know, I got some money and stuff like that. We got and season like, tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, my wife. Season yeah, she tickets. gave me season tickets to the San Antonio FC game, so the soccer mm-hmm. team we have here. Uh, USL champions, by the way, so we get to put a star. On top so that of means our. they get to move up a league. No, unfortunately, it would be cool dumb. if we did. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it does mean we get a star above our crest, though. So that's cool. Okay. So that's not as cool as moving up a league. That's not nearly yeah, as cool. Right? As <laughs> <laughs> Considering we actually <laughs> beat MLS teams last year, you would think we would move up a league. That's like the whole thing about that's fun about soccer is your team can move up or down yeah. in, the, in their leagues. I know. But unfortunately, no. But it would be cool, and maybe one day, actually, if the MLS and USL can like communicate well, is uh, San Antonio FC one rank below yeah, MLS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we are so like USL, MLS just has MLS, and then USL has like four or five different leagues, and we are the top league of that. And so yeah, so I got season tickets. Um, okay. I if you've never been to a soccer game, they are the most. They're fun. fun. Yeah, they're so much fun. Um. So, yeah, so that's cool. And then Kendall got a, a river glass rod, Echo River Glass. Ooh. And so I'm excited to go out. Have you casted week. it yet? I have. Well, not casted, but I put it together, and it's nice. Um, but we're going to go out tomorrow, and I'm going to bring that rod. And she's going to cast it and use it, and then I'm going to cast it and use it a little bit. Y'all are camping, right, at Quad? Yeah, yeah. I'm taking out the camper, going to camp for a couple days, and should be good. Should be nice. fun. The weather seems pretty nice. So Friday, it's supposed to rain a little bit, but like it's like a high of 70 and a low of like 50. So a hand, Yeah, you can handle that. I'll beat the 30-degree weather we've been getting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don, what about you? How was your Christmas? It's a good Christmas. Good Christmas. Just just Mom and I, uh, everybody else was off visiting, you know, relatives on the other sides of the family and all that stuff. So it was nice and quiet, but uh, got some cool stuff. I got a new set of waiters. Nice. Oh, what'd you get? Yeah, I got the Orvis Pros. Nice. From my sister, yeah. Did you get the zip or non-zip? No, the non-zip. No, no. She she said, you know, uh, what do you think about the zips? And I said, ah, you know, convenient. And she goes, well, I, I told Trent. My, what did she say? I, cu- I couldn't remember. It was something like, a se- only senior citizens need to pee that quickly. Okay, hey, that's, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm rolling my first set of zippers, and they are awesome. Are they? It's it for exactly that. Like I'm in the water, I'm fishing. Man, I gotta pee, but I'm I'm catching fish, but I gotta pee. And then you know, then all of a sudden it hits, and you're like, I'm you don't gonna even wet have to myself. put your you don't even have to put your rod down. You can keep your yeah. Thing. You can keep your thing yeah. while can you zip you, from yeah. the bottom too, like a cape. You know, like, <laughs> like, can I like? Is there two zippers? Like one at the top? No, and one, no, you know? just one long zipper down. And then, but it, but it, it, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It was just easier. It's just, I think the first time you do it, you realize like, why did I not get these? But because zippers leak. 
Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, there's that. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. So how easy is it to run that that waterproof zipper up and down? I mean, Pretty quick. Yeah, just just like a regular zipper. Mm-hmm. Can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're in my car. You can see it afterward. I prefer putting my waders all the way around my ankles and then and then yeah, <laughs> then yeah. using the restroom. Yeah. You know, and then peeing inside your waders. Yeah. Well, you how else do you guys keep yeah. warm? <laughs> <laughs> when you always got to lean forward, right? So yeah. Gotta, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have the pros too. I have non zips. They're great waders. I've had them for a long time. Yeah, I love and they've them. been great. I love them. It's it's like going from a two wheel drive truck to a four wheel drive. Truck. Okay, yeah. so what makes yeah. them so much better? A with it, they're comfortable. They're the most comfortable waders uh-huh. I've had. But all the all the extra stuff's great. I love the kangaroo hand. Yeah, because that's got the little warmer yeah. right there. It's but got knee pads. Just, yeah, the knee pads are probably far and away. I've never had waders with knee pads in them, and, and it is that actually does sound nice. I do a ton of fishing for my knees, so I love it. The, the knee pads are great, but they're just thick. That that bottom part of the shell is super thick. Like you don't feel like when you're even using the knee pads. You like feel like they're really heavy light. duty. Like gotcha. you feel like they're going to last. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And you know, I, I do a lot of carp fishing and so I go through a lot of a lot of stuff and I feel like these are the perfect things. These are the heaviest, you know, down on the bottom. I think it's what seven ply or something like that. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. The heaviest ones I think I've I've seen. There may be some heavier uh, and if there are, they'd be good for carp fishing. The only downside is they're not the most breathable waders. I was going to ask because of that. Like, are they pretty hot? You're sacrificing, like, durability. And comfort. But yeah. fishing in the cold. Yeah, well, we do here, sad, yeah it's, it's yeah. no big deal. That's true. But, like, when I go out to m- like tomorrow and Thursday when it's, like, 70 degrees, you know. Yeah, but the water's cold. Probably yeah, that's okay. the thing. The water's cold, so you'll balance out. You'll probably true. just have, like, your, you know, light T-shirt or something and. That's true, but then there's a. That's the tough part about that those stretches of the quad because you have a lot of like you have a lot of bluffs that are, provide a lot of um, shade, so it's it's colder than those you know. Yeah. Colder in those spots. That's true. So I got something interesting for Christmas. What'd you get? I got a cairn stack. <laughs> I think I texted that to you guys. You did, man. As much crap as we've been taught, we talked about the cairn stacking. Turn around and I get a Cairn stack for Christmas. So what are the, are they real rocks or what are they made of? No, they're wood. Okay, have you have you played with them? Uh, no, but they're in the office. Play that would your... be hilarious if we come in here and as Decory has it, and there comes Zach coming in and just knocks it, kicks it over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is unethical. <laughs> <laughs> You're damaging the environment. And actually, you know, you had to cut trees down to make the Cairn stack. So yeah, is that worse? Because they had to cut trees down to make the ones I have. Probably so. I guess. I mean, as we're drinking barrel age stuff, which is kind of the same thing. We don't bring that. We don't talk about. We that. don't uh, talk about that. They yeah. use <laughs> trees that have lived their full life, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're and now, yeah, now they're being used for a happy reason. They were yeah. on their deathbed. <laughs> Charred barrels. No, but I got you know money like everybody else, and uh, hang I, on, like everybody else. I mean, all three of you guys. Who the hell are y'all like hanging out with? You're getting money for Christmas. You're not getting money for Christmas. No, I'm not getting okay. money. For Man, I feel bad. Yeah, right? you need a little bit of money to just make. I, I, mean, I can slip you a ten. That'll work. That'll work. Drive home, man. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like you could you could work a job and get twenty bucks and be like, man, this is stupid. But Christmas, get ten dollars and a little oh, gift, get a, in, a, in a in a as a gift card to like Waterburger, like yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Man, I'm rolling. Yeah. But my, my grandparents used to stick the scratch-offs in our stockings yeah. and stuff, you know, and I was like, this is BS. Give me the cash. I know these are losers. Well, finally. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the dollar. Finally, this year, there was a lady that had a white elephant that got a, um, a scratch-off, and she won like 150000 Oh, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, so f- there's a chance, because I'd never heard of that prior to this. That's true. You know, it's like, oh, I got dollar scratch-offs. thousands great. of people who get scratch-offs every year for Christmas. This is the yeah. first time anybody won anything of and, value. And now it's like, oh, crap. Like, no, I'm going to accept them and scratch them now. Maybe that's the one thing I'll ask for next year. Mm-hmm. $300 worth of <laughs> scratch-offs. <laughs> Look, let's put all our money in a pool, and let's just go buy a roll of scratch-offs. And we just, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a, a day where we're just scratching them through. That's right. A live, a live uh, Insta-live I feed. Mis- I think Mr. Beast did a video on, like, he bought a million dollars worth of scratch-off to see if he could make his money back. Did he? I don't remember. I have to go back and watch the video. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's a lot of But I don't got a million dollars lying around to test that theory either. Oh. Yeah. Well, only, half his episodes just are a million dollars just in production. True. But he oh, makes he, it back. Yeah, he makes oh, it back. Oh, dude, his yeah. Squid Game video uh, cost $4 million to make. Yeah. yeah. And gave a million dollars to the grand prize winner. So he cost $5 million to make one YouTube video. It's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but still, I mean, hey, hey, you know, people, I watched hey. it. So, yeah. Do you guys do uh, Do you guys do New Year's resolutions? Not anymore. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. No, I don't know. Euronymp more. I'm going to Euronymp all <laughs> next year. Right. I'm like Euronymping everything. When are you going to pull out year. the two-handed rod? Because you bought a two-handed rod, and you said, I'm going to start doing we that. We did. Well, you get uh, all these bright Josh, ideas, and then you just, I'm going to Euronymp and catch catfish. Josh used it. <laughs> That's my goal. Catch yeah. more catfish. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Josh uh, wanted to use it when we went fishing on Monday or whatever, and and so he was out there, uh, you know, throwing and, and checking out. It's fun. It, it is fun to cast. You know, it's it's fun when things are slowing down and you're just trying to see how fast or how far you can throw with that with that thing. But I don't know. Is it, is it a microspray? It's microspray three weight claymore. I think it's a Reddington claymore, uh, three weight, and it's cool. It's 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 great. Um, but I just there's not a lot of places I feel like you. Really get the most out of it. I really want one, but I'm, I go through my mind. Yeah, how many places can I go use no, it? Because you just a lot of the places that we have access to, you're just going to walk closer. You don't need, you know, it's, it's true. And that that's that's the main thing. You can just walk closer. There are some stretches of the quad that we've been on where it's like, okay, this stretch would be nice to have it. But as soon as you're in that stretch and you get out of it, you're you're back to just a regular four weight is fine. Yeah. So I don't know. One it's, moment. Yeah, it's like one moment. Be like, man, this is this would be cool to throw, and then, you know. So I don't know. It's it's a it's a cool tool. I just I just haven't had a spot yet where I think it would really be beneficial. At least from the YouTube video describing on what you would use a microspray for those stretches of water that they're on. Like, okay, that makes sense, but we don't have that here. Yeah. I just I'll walk closer. I'll fish this hole that's the size of this table. I, you know, and that, that's where that Euronymph is perfect because now I don't have to have all this line out to cast. I can just okay, reel in a little bit and just drop it in and catch my catfish and move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. I uh, dropped my cash on that boat. You excited? I am excited. Ready for that bad boy to come in. But you say you don't know when it's supposed to get here? No, they sent me an email, and, you know, they've been super flexible. I've talked on the phone with them a couple times. They're basically like, 
they weren't when I actually first called them. They weren't selling that two man because they didn't have any inventory because they're having like shipping issues getting stuff in from a, from uh, overseas getting some of their some products in and then they or I guess all their supplies and they build everything in their warehouse but they were having issues getting some of their materials and stuff in and so uh, they're like oh you know. Maybe by mid-December, and then even before I paid, they're like, oh, early January is what we're looking at. So yeah. as long as I get it before, like, mid-February, because what I really want to do is take that bad boy out on the Nueces and white bass fish. Ooh, yeah. Is my goal. Right now I can trout fish, go to the quad, go to some other places, and wade, so I don't really need it right now. But I'm pretty excited for the white bass fishing on the Nueces and getting a little two-horsepower motor and motoring up there and – it. Killing it. Yep. And not having to paddle <coughs> upstream two miles on a kayak is going to be very nice. I like it. I think it'll be good. So, yeah, hopefully you get it by February. Yeah, it's a nice little boat. And it only weighs like 90 pounds. So, yeah, put on fit in the back, fit, fit in the back of my truck. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got that book, uh, The History of Fly Fishing and Told in 50 Flies. You know, I think you said you have that book. Yep. It's cool. I think I'm going to set a goal of trying to tie every fly in that book. Oh, that's a good goal. Right? There's 50 flies. Now, I'm not going to follow the recipes exactly. Oh, know? well, then, no. You have to follow <laughs> the recipes exactly. Not like your 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 video today. <laughs> this is my take on I a Frenchie. Like, I feel like if it looks similar, then that that It didn't that, look yeah, like qualifies. a Frenchie. I feel like if it looks similar, that qualifies. I think Zach just calls any nymph a Frenchie. I do. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what you guys? Hey man, that way I keep my taxes to myself. Nice. What you guys said on a Frenchie? Where'd you get this on a Frenchie? Frenchies work everywhere, guys. Well, yeah, they work <laughs> everywhere because it's whatever nymph you wanted to be that day. Exactly. Hey man, I caught a huge redfish on a Frenchie. Once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why does your Frenchie look like an egg? Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little skin, yeah. skinny little post and a big old head on it. This is my take on a on an articulated. <laughs> Fly. Yeah. And it's like, this is a squirmy worm. <laughs> hey, man. It's like, hey, it moves. A lot of movement. It moves. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should follow the recipes exactly how they are. I think it'll be a good challenge for you, Zach. Yeah. I think, oh, I can substitute whatever I want. You're just going to end up with 50 Frenchies. Yeah. You got to, it makes you buy more fly tying materials. Uh huh. And it makes you develop your skills more. Yeah. So I'm going to spend $30 per fly yes. for one fly. Yes. Well, I think if, if, you know, if you're doing it in homage to the book or the history of the thing, that's true. I get. I mean, mm-hmm. Don's over here convincing me. I guess I got to do that. Do <laughs> yeah, it the right. We, way. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna give you crap about it. I so. mean, if you need materials between me and Gabe, we probably have hey, every material in that book. Actually, that's true. Even the Birds of Paradise feather, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hey, uh, uh, hit the stop recording, and I'll yeah, tell you. No, exactly. <laughs> Did he say a Galapagos turtle? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Jungle cock. The dodo beak. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys see that, that peacocks are on the CITES list? India uh, got World Wildlife or Heritage Fund or whatever to put them on the CITES list. I don't know what that is. What's the CITES the, list? The CITES list means you cannot, uh, peacocks can't uh, travel between countries anymore. Hmm. Really? How do you stop them? Well, I mean, they walk like, over. You cut off their legs, Hey, guys, dude. sorry. Right. Sorry, Peacocks. Yeah, that's, that's, Turn around. Well, if they come through the southern border, it's, <laughs> they're gold, right? <laughs> but, um, no, but uh, they're on the CITES list. You can't apparently trade uh, the feathers between countries anymore. Okay, so there is there is a, um, I want to say by the medical center, there is a 
subdivision that has wild peacocks running around. Oh, the world is lousy with peacocks. Yeah, and yeah. it's just because of because of the religious. Uh, uh, significance of them in India, and he was able to to convince the the world board to get this done. Okay, hmm. all right. But I mean, I don't think it really impacts us. I mean, there's actually I, I had no idea, but there are peacock farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But there is a because I had I'm a, in the wrong business. Well, I think well, yeah. I'm gonna get a farm and yeah, raise peacocks. Yeah, I had, a, cause I had so a, cool. a coworker who lives in that subdivision. And sometimes they'll wash their car really good. The peacocks, the males will come over and, like, they'll scratch the car because they think they're fighting against another one. Absolutely insane. That oh, would have yeah. ended some of so those. So that's yeah. one, Zach, that, that, yeah, that's, that wouldn't go over that's one of your New Year's. What's another New Year's resolution? Catch a carp. Catch a carp. Dude, <laughs> you've been saying that for, like, three you New still Year's. Have, I thought you had. No. I hooked into a carp this year. No, no. Hooked into a carp last year. Did I didn't you even go out once. Oh, I mean, you didn't touch the leader? No. Oh, damn. That doesn't count. <laughs> just leadering a fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leadering a fish it, doesn't feel the it, same. It doesn't, you know. You yeah, it doesn't feel the same. Smelly carp scent on your hands. Yeah. 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 So, no, so that's, that's my goal again this year, you know. And maybe, I, maybe my goal shouldn't be to catch a carp. It should be to go out carp fishing specifically like three times. Oh, you need to go like 15 times. I know, but. Like fifteen, they'll get you. But a I didn't even go out one time last year. It's one of those so things. Like once, once you it needs to be challenging but attainable. Once you yeah. do it, three is not challenging. Yeah, three times is not challenging. I went zero times last year. But I say so like what I'm getting at is seven like, times. If you go okay, and seven. do it and you catch your first one, it's 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 just gonna be all Done. downhill from there. Like it'll yeah. be easier to. Yeah, you'll yeah. throw all your bass rods in the trash and yeah. just fish for carp. Yeah, all the time. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, you got any New Year? Oh, no. You said uh, you already gave, made your announcement to yourself earlier in the podcast. Yeah. That's like, good try, bud. Good try. <laughs> yeah. I know you tried your hardest, but, you know. So just listen to this episode in two weeks and right. make you feel better. Exactly. Yeah. Gabe, you did great. You keep it, did you, great. You keep living your best life. So 2022 was my worst fishing year as far as amount of time spent fishing. Uh-huh. I'm going to change that. This coming year. Okay. So with the boat coming in, I want to get out on new water, try new things. That's that's yeah. the goal. Try different floats because that boat's, you know, tiny and doesn't weigh anything, so I can get on smaller water. A boat's more maneuverable. Float do float different stretches of river. Um, how, so sh- how shallow will it drop? Maybe like two or three inches. Oh, you're gold. You can go, yeah. out, you can go a lot of places. Yeah, no, it's a sweet, it's a sweet little. I'll show you some pictures whenever we're done. Sweet little raft. So that's, I think that's my goal for this year. Um, other than that, I usually flush. Actually, do flush out a couple like New Year's resolutions. I pick like two or three things and try to take them seriously. So I haven't sat down and done that yet. So we'll see what, what happens there on the fishing side. Get out and fish more. Sad. I usually try to like. Oh, I need to catch. So many mm. new species this year, because, but that's getting harder and harder to do. I don't know. After the after the conversation we had with Nick Loveland, man, I'm surprised. No, but that's why you realize it was harder and harder for you is because you've caught quite a few species. I haven't done the micro fishing, but I'm not gonna put micro fishing on my New Year's resolution. Not not micro fishing, but just maybe certain species numbers. Yeah, I've done that in years past. So I want to get on, but a not the water. micro part of it. No, no, not the micro part. But I don't know if I want. Uh, but yeah, no. Okay, you're missing out. 
I'll I'll go out with Nick and try micro fishing, but I'm not committing a New Year's revolu- resolution to micro fishing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, something I haven't even tried yet. Yeah, I'm gonna go out micro fishing ten times. Yeah, why not? And, and catch ten new species. Yeah, nope. perfect. I nope. th- heard it here first. That's the, <laughs> that, those are the band aids that you have to rip off so that you go and no, do it. I'm gonna go try it. See Ugh. what I think. Yeah, uh, my new fishing New Year's revolu- resolution is to get out new water, go white bass fishing on the Oasis, yeah. and slay white bass. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Don, what about you? New Year's resolution. Yeah. Uh, become a better dry fly fisherman. Okay. So you have you put down the uh, year on infrared to oh, do that? Well, no, you can dry fly on a year on infrared. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, well, I gotta at least keep it close. I, I have to at least be able to see it. You know, for comfort. Yeah. Right, <laughs> from where I am. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to put it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, uh, Rick Wilson pushed me into, you know, fishing more on top last year. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was, I'm a, you know, look, I can go down and get them. You know, I can go down and put it right in their face, you know, but it's fun. You know, it, it's fun. I, you know, numbers are not all that important, you know, at the end of the day. The, the the way that you catch them sometimes it, it counts more than how many you caught. Yeah, and and I enjoy that top. We all enjoy the top water. Stuff, it's right? it's yeah, hard to that. it's hard to beat like a slow trout sip on top water. Like not the aggressive take. I'm talking about like the come up, just ever so softly come up and eat it. The confidence down. that it was natural. That. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I don't right. even, I'm yeah. not even worrying. It's yeah, just a natural. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a hard thing to beat and fly. Like I'll take one of those over like a ten fish day on your on like uh, <laughs> your own nymphing. Yeah, no, on nymphing <laughs> like uh, Bob or Rick. A ten catfish day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that over ten catfish day. <laughs> I can't wait for you to go out to the trout place and uh, just slay catfish. Oh, it's. Yeah, we've turned that place into like a world class catfish fishery. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm oh, talking man. about. Hey, man. They, they eat so much trout food, and and you walk down there, and you know it's almost like they know it's oh it's it's Monday, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're all waiting out there. Right yeah, there. <laughs> oh, you can't throw it that far. Come on in a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If you catch catfish, you got to take pictures. Oh, oh yeah. he's he's a proud cat yeah. Fisherman. I'm a yeah. That's fine. I gotta put it. I gotta put it all over social media. Yeah, yeah. I I dropped I dropped a a, a Pertagon right in a catfish's face the other day yeah. and and caught one. It was it was a blast. I know that's these guys. They don't understand that. Yeah, they don't understand. They're fun, but I just I, I'm good to catch one a month. I'm good fine. to not catch any, honestly. Yeah, I guess I've caught catfish. I I would like I would like to to find a consistent technique. I really would. I mean, for for him, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, just you guys need to. It's yeah. really yeah. Just but this isn't like worms. we don't want to cover this on the podcast. You guys can do this <laughs> off air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, look, they're, they're, they're outside of carp, they're the, they're the biggest thing in the in the river, mm-hmm. and they pull hard. They do fight they hard. Do. Like, they, they pull hard. Friday catfish is fun. Yeah, like I think it's just it's just once. a feeling. But yeah, <laughs> 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 and again, the net, you're like, I have to deal with this thing now. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's the only downside to to catfish. It's yeah. like, great. I'm gonna get stabbed because you always hear like, watch, growing up, it's like watch the barbs, watch your hands, watch right. your hands, right? And then it's like, ugh, you know, it's yeah. like every time I, I catch one, that's what I think of. I'm like, 
This is the day I die by catfish. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, is this the day? <laughs> exactly. Infection. It's not, it's not it, it, it'll get infected and you'll just die in misery in the hospital. No, I'm going to go Steve Irwin. Catfish barber straight to the heart. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was stupid enough. I was stupid enough in a boat. And I guess I was probably, probably in high school at this time. And, and a friend tossed one towards the back of the boat. And I tried to catch it. Guess where the barb went? Yeah. Oh no! Right, right, <laughs> right through the damn palm. Uh, oh, caught it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, because it stuck to you. <laughs> you were trying to do yeah. this too, and it wouldn't come yeah, off. Yeah. It's a dart at this point. <laughs> Yo-yo. God. Oh man. Yeah. Talk about getting sick to your stomach. Yeah. It's like getting kicked in the. You know. Just like getting kicked in the cods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, Don, uh, where did your uh, journey into fly fishing begin? Oh, you, um, not far down the street. I bought a fly rod uh, on a whim. And Where'd uh, you buy it from? At, at Bass Pro. How long ago was this? Oh, this was like seven years ago. Okay. Did, did you meet Gabe then? Did you buy it from did me? Did you buy it from Gabe? I, yeah, I might have. Who knows? Where did you get it from I, Rick? I didn't, I didn't know was Rick. Rick still I didn't know Gabe. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I was, I was a hardcore gear guy. I mean, you know, hardcore gear guy. And, and then... Lighter, lighter, lighter. Bigger fish, lighter rods. Bigger fish, lighter rods. I'm, I'm screwing around in Bass Pro one day. I'm like, those lines are pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> was that really all it was? That hit? You had, like, no, like, there was no, like, teasing you into no, it? I was just or looking like, for the challenge. Just looking for the challenge. Yeah. Just looking for to catch a bigger fish, a harder way to catch a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, I, I bought a, was, you know, $60 you know, rod and uh, whatever reel they were selling with it at the time. Um, I'm sure it was a Cabela's reel or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, I drove uh, drove home to the wad, got in the, uh, I think it was in the North Fork, uh, caught a perch, and was done. It was over. At that driving home, I was like, why haven't I been doing this my whole life? This is what I was meant to do. Yeah. It was, it was over. Yeah, like three days later, I broke that rod in the same stretch. How'd you break it? I'd, I'd, I'd you know, a, two, a, a 2X tip it's stronger than you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Right? When you hang it up in a tree, right? And I'm jerking <laughs> on it. I'm used to pretty, you know, you know, pretty strong rods. You know, I'm fixing six and seven foot, you know, worming rods. You know, they can handle a lot. Yep. Now, it snapped it, walked up, got in the truck, drove back to Bass Pro, bought the same rod, drove back to the same <laughs> hole, and got back in the river. And, yeah, at that point I knew, yep, yep. I'm sick. That's yeah. what I want to do. Yeah. That's cool. And that was about seven years ago. It was about seven years ago, yeah. And how old are you now, Don? Oh, wow. Wow. I know. No, I'm fifty five. I turned fifty five in November. I am I'm officially crusty. <laughs> I'm an artifact, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a late in life fly fishing mm-hmm. bloomer seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And then have you looked back ever since? Like, oh. have you pulled out the conventional gear at all, or are you oh, no. pretty much fly or die? Yeah, fly or die. Yeah. Yeah, fly or die. I, I still well, have Did it take stuff. a while to get to that point, or well, was there a— It was immediate. I, uh, since that first fly rod, I, I, and I've got, I've got some really nice— or, you know, it's, it's outdated now, mm-hmm. but uh, I had, you know, uh, some really nice stuff. I haven't touched it since. It's, it's gathering dust in storage. When did you run in with, with Rick? When did you get in with Rick? I got in with Rick when when I got uh, on uh, on our on our trout lease. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I've never been a joiner, you know, of clubs and all that. You know, my sister always says that you, you do better as an outsider <laughs> or a loner. Like, you know, 
um, you know, politically, she's like, ah, you're best when, you know, the other party's in, you know, because, you, you know, you don't do good unless you're pissed off at something, right? But, uh, so I'd never been a joiner, but to, to get on the trout lease, I had to join the club. And so I joined, uh, I joined the Texas Hill Country Fly Fishers, and, and then I got, you know, started hanging out with Rick. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, once you get past the crusty, he is, he is the most generous, kind Very. guy, Very. Uh, willing to share and show you and teach me. He's been, you know, uh, he's been super gracious with me, shown me so many things, you know, and, and helped me with my little business, helped me, helped me mm-hmm. going along. So yeah, he's been a great influence. Yeah, I always always enjoyed when when Rick and I were working in the shop together because I knew like coming in if he was working that day we were gonna we were gonna be talking shop we we're gonna be talking fly tying we we're gonna be talking a bunch of different things like hey have you seen this technique have you seen this type of fly there was yeah. you know it, you knew that was gonna be a fun day yeah um, so yeah it was always it's always cool seeing him and and even at uh, at Oktoberfish you know it was fun catching up with him yeah because uh, I hadn't seen him in a while so yeah it was good. It was good. Him, I think it was him. Um, when I had started working there, it was him, Paul, and um, f- and uh, oh, I can't um, remember the other guy who was actually the the team lead at that time. Greg, Greg, I forget Greg's last name, but I think he was involved with with the with y'all's group as well. Um, and just learning from those guys starting up in fly fishing and learning from those those three were were always fun and exciting. So, yeah, oh oh oh, the three of them a lot into oh. getting into the sport and learning as much as I did. Yeah, I, uh, I I've said this on our podcast several times. I watch everything he does when he's on the water. Yesterday, I was out there with him, and I sat down and just sat down and watched him fish for about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was I was laughing early on, and when you guys had started the the podcast, and and you you know said who should we have on there, and yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh man, put it, you know, that was you talk about Rick, and then you're like, well, I, we weren't sure how uh, bringing people on who are our friends on right. the podcast would yeah. work, and I'm like, that's kind of what we do that's on this can. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm not so uptight about any of that stuff anymore. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like once you rip that bandaid off, you, yeah. it's a there's a lot of cool characters and a lot of guys that are very knowledgeable that. You know, you're hesitant because you're like, well, everyone knows that I hang out with those guys. Well, no, that's that's the point. Introduce them to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them share the knowledge, right? Exactly. And Rick's been good with sharing the knowledge with me. He's he's been a terrific mentor in in the fishing aspect of it. That was good. And so you went from having never joined a club to now, like basically running the whole trout lease program. Uh, yeah, I get that's that's my baby. That's like I love it. It's so much fun. So you do it's all the ordering of fish and talking yeah. with the with the hatchery, yeah. With the hatchery, yeah. yeah. We use the same hatchery that the state does. Um, and and where are and they out Oklahoma, of Oklahoma? Uh, where out of Missouri? Missouri. Yeah. They 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 supply like five or six states. The entire state stocking. I kind of like to go up there and check it well, out. We're talking yeah, about right. doing a field trip. Uh, oh, for the that club. would be pretty neat. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, there's a couple guys from the club that have you know have been up there on trips and have gone by to see it. Uh, because they knew where it was, and they say, "Yeah, you got to go." They said it's mind-blowingly modern. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So, how much do fish? How much does a fish cost? Um, your 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 pounder to two pounder fish are running this year. They ran at ten bucks a pound. And one a uh, one pound fish, what, fifteen, sixteen inches? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know, they're averaging. You know, you they call them one pounders. Uh, most of them will be at, at a pound or over. Yeah. 
you know, by the time they're hauled out. So, yeah, anywhere from the, our smallest, you know, there are a few fish I saw in the 12-inch range, maybe one or two 10s and 11s, but most of them 14. Yeah. 14, 16. Um, you know, we, we get a good mix of uh, some 18s, 19s, and then then we spend a little extra money and buy the expensive fish and, and put some big fish in. Yeah. How much do those big fish cost? Those big fish are 13 bucks a pound. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so those are you know we got some seven. And it doesn't include the hauling from here to there. No, they well, uh, no, they they charge us everything else. They just charge us a small delivery fee, basically for that. Really? Yeah. And you were the, you went? Yeah, they drive them down on a big truck. Really? And then we take them from they basically put them in buckets, uh-huh. and then we carry the buckets to the water and dump them and in the water. Them in. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. And what about the one that you have in the bathtub in the bathroom? How'd you get that one? Yeah. We don't talk about that one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Future state record you're gonna yeah. be feeding you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a corn. <laughs> Last year we had we had a couple that were probably the you know, if if somebody had wanted to do something about it, but I mean it's yeah, in my mind it's not really a state record. Yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it weight wise it probably was. You know, she was gigantic, but not really. I mean But is any trout record uh, yeah. like a state record? Right, it's an it's an artificial fishery. Yeah. You know, and I grapple with that all the time. I was going to ask you that. That was gonna, that was one of my questions I wrote down. So, how do you grapple with the artificial fishery? I, yeah. Being the manager of an artificial fishery, I, 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 I love trout. Um, I love fishing for trout. Um, however, we all know what happens to these things at the end of the year, right? I mean, coons, us. Um, hopefully, most of them end up, you know, nourishing. All of them end up nourishing something. Whether it be the stream, uh, the animals, the fish, the turtles, me and you, you know, we, we, we start to keep them at the end of the year. But, um, yeah, um, I, you know, I don't know if I've completely come to peace, uh, you know, with, with creating an artificial fishery yet, um, even though I enjoy it. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know where I, uh, where I should ethically land on that. You know, I know I love it, and I know I love it so much that I don't really want to come down on the yeah. man. You shouldn't be doing this. Well, it's weird when you're landing and you got one on. And you don't. Yeah, you're not thinking about yeah. that. Well, about. you know, a it doesn't hurt the our environment at all. It's not doing anything to the damage. It's not doing anything to damage this. The the only ethical problem I have with it is we buy these fish and we just we use them, catch them, and then they die. They don't, they, you know, they're not, they don't live out a, a completely what we would say a natural life, right? Yep. And, uh, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, 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 I don't know where I come down on that. In five years, I may be, you know, worried about going to hell. Uh, but right now, I'm, I'm skating around in the gray area, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the year, you let everybody keep the fish. We do, we do. We call when when we get close to seventy, um, it'll it'll start flirting. I'll let everybody know we're pretty close. And then my first reading of seventy, if we're going to get you know warm weather, I don't see cold ahead. We'll call keep, and uh, we let everybody keep two fish per day uh, for the rest of the time. And, and these fish stay healthy for a long time. Fish stay healthy through March. Yeah. Um, I'm really that's not a bad way to. That's not a bad way to do it. No, well, one of my one of my one of my pet projects is, is I hope in the future I, I really want to have a foster kids day uh, at at our at our places um, at the end of the year and let 
let the foster kids harvest all these fish. Take them out there with power bait. Do you have a worms. connection with that? Well, I have a connection with the foster kids in Kerrville. I have a friend that works with Casa, and and I've had some trouble getting traction with this. Because in, in, I in have club. a connection Do for you? you. Yes. So, um, and I will get you guys. I will get you in touch with them. But there is a project called the Mayfly Project. It teaches uh, kids in the foster care system how to fly fish. The kids here in the San Antonio project have already gone through th- gone through the five stages or like four or five of the classes. The last one is a fishing outing, and I think they're having a hard time finding a good place to go fishing. So, I will get you outstanding connected. Outstanding. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, I feel real strong about about getting kids started. You know, getting kids fishing. It might keep them out of the streets, right? It might. It might. Uh, it might save their life. It did for me when I was older. I I uh, I had quite the checkered past. I I, was, I had a misspent youth, and uh, uh, you know uh, did a lot of did a lot of dope. I was a dope fiend, speed addict, um, and uh, then came out of it and and found something else to obsess over. Right, I have an mm-hmm. addictive and an, an obsessive personality, and uh, fly fishing is like really filled that right. There's like an infinite amount of ways to go with it, yeah. right? You can fill, you know, just, just you can fill years, of, you know, with learning. You'll never master everything. No, no, no. no just, one person, yeah. if they started at three years old, could master everything that fly fishing has to offer in their lifetime. How many How many episodes have we done already? 120-something? Like 126. Or it's a constant theme that we hear with, you know, the the, the guys we interview and the folks we interview as fly fishing being either saved their life or allowed them to, you know, get through certain aspects of life that were really tough, where most people would, would fall to a bottle or to a vice or something, mm-hmm. and, it, and it got them out of it. So, I mean, that, that's, that's what I've enjoyed in this time you know, listening to, to the guys we've had on to hear, yeah. hear that. Yeah, I was kind of – I was, I was uh, just – you know, come out of it. I'd you know finished all that. I'd, I'd gotten, gotten clean, gotten gotten my you know, ass in gear finally. And and about the time that you know I was wandering around and I, like I said, you know, bought that fly rod on a whim. And I'm so glad I did because it just it became all consuming. You know, and and it brings me no end of joy. Every every little facet of it, I I love. You know, I I think perhaps maybe I was su- supposed to find it at that time. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, like they gave we <coughs> we've heard that. Yeah, we've heard, we we heard it with Fowler. We, yeah. we 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 hear it with our involvement with Real Recovery. Um, it's just it's just a constant theme that's there. That either either it helped the person through a, a time in their life when you know they just didn't know they needed it, uh, or they had it. They were already fly fishing, and they they knew they could they could fall back mm-hmm. on it as a form of therapy to get yeah. through whatever they're getting through. So it, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That's that's a that's a cool thing and a beautiful thing to to hear. And and it definitely you know becomes more easier to spread the gospel of fly fishing. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, around it's how I view the world now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 lifestyle. You know, it's you know, all my friends. You know, uh, you know, we're going to such and such for the weekend. And they'll look at me. No, they don't have any fish there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no fish there. <laughs> That's awesome. 
So, Don, tell us about what was the idea behind y'all's podcast? I, basically, just you know, I it was, it's funny. I said to we were talking about the the club one day, and we we're talking about volunteers and and getting people excited about stuff, and you know, talking about I I, I think I was running offensive mouth about you know I I, I had been writing the lease report. That's what it was. I'd been writing the lease reports, and, and uh, he said, well, you know, you're pretty good with that. And and just, you know, kind of smart enough, I said, well, hell, we ought to have a podcast. <laughs> that was so with Tim? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with with Tim. Well, uh, Tim took that and ran with it. Uh, two, <laughs> two, weeks, <laughs> two weeks later, we had equipment, and uh, and uh, we were talking about, you know, how we do it, how we go about it. And, and uh, you know, really the next thing I knew we were doing it, we decided let's let's try and, you know, we're involved in the club, and and the biggest thing about the club is you know teaching, learning, you know helping people get into it. Yeah. And so we kind of tried to go at it from the you know the beginner's angle, the you know demystifying, you know fleshing out everything, uh, and you know it's been it's fun. You know we don't hit the mark every time. You know I, so you know Tim's laughs if I call him and say well that was crap, it was a horrible episode, I did terrible. He's like well this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, because if if I think it was terrible, it it does better than the rest, you know. So I don't I don't know, you know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Tim Tim is is uh, the force behind it. He's he's he edits it. Um, he's uh, he knows you know the equipment well. He knows you know the internet, how to how to mess on that, and you know he's I'm just noise. <laughs> basically yeah so uh i mean i've listened i think i've listened to all your guys' episodes if not almost all of them um unless you guys have released one recently because i know there's a gap there for a while yeah we, we you know it's it's with the look, i want to applaud you guys for doing weekly man weekly's tough weekly is is really tough you gotta be dedicated and you gotta you gotta Really schedule yourself out, you know, and and you know, know that you got somebody coming in, right? Yep. Yeah. That's that's tough. That's tough. But what was the original question? Uh, so what I was going to tell our listeners. So your guys's podcast, which I don't think I mentioned the name, is Rollcast Podcast on the Fly, Live Fishing Texas and Beyond. It's a, it's a long one, right? Yeah, Rollcast Podcasts. Yeah. But I think if you Google, I Google Rollcast Podcast, you'll find it. Yeah, there's like seventeen of them. Yeah, and uh, there's a dog in the picture. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's uh, Tim's like you know twenty four seven companion. Yeah, yeah, Jake. That's a service dog. Uh, Jake is Jake's awesome. He's he's uh, like the the uh, mascot, right? So what I would say is having knowing what our show is and knowing what theirs is, I think you guys listening would get a benefit out of it. They focus. You guys focus a lot more on like techniques and. I would say more specific mm-hmm. techniques in education. Yeah. Which I would say were news, pop culture, drunken banter, yeah. drunken yeah. banter, whiskey, reviews, whiskey, yeah. 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 All the above. Creatures, uh, yeah. 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 UFOs, all that. But no, UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're lying. You're absolutely <laughs> right. It's like a, li- a little bit more um, nuts know. and bolts. Yeah. Just yeah. the. Yeah. 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 Education. Well, you know, but yeah, education. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the. The thing is, you know, we want beginners to be able to listen to it and figure out what that what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, I'm I'm cool with anything. I'll I'll you know, I'll interview anybody. You know, just well, you know, interview is a general term. I'm not very good at it, but I'll talk yeah. to anybody, right? 
you know it's fun and and like just like we're talking about so many things to learn in fly fishing there's so many people to talk to yeah Yeah. fly fishing right and you're bringing you're bringing guys to the fold that you know i've met i know and that are great guys to listen and talk to but they're at a like a regional level they're in they're in just that little section of texas and and they get kind of pushed out from all the guys in the Austin and in uh, New Braunfels area. And there's still a lot of gold that you guys are able to get, you know, from, from, from your backyard that yeah. a lot of people aren't going to, you know, run into or talk to because they're just not in the area. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah, there are some, there are some really, really good guys out there, some knowledgeable guys out in our area. Um, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the, do you, uh, do you guys know who Gabe Cross is? Yeah. 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 Man, Gabe is just fantastic. That dude's going to be a legend, right? Yeah. In our yeah. area when it's all said and yeah. done. You know, I think that's our best podcast. I, More I, Gabe yes. on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's what our second one, second or third one. I think that's our we best podcast. We had Gabe on very early on. Yeah. Almost probably Wait. two close oh, to two yeah, years ago. I didn't know now. y'all had done Gabe. Maybe yeah. like yeah. episode like, shoot, 30. Yeah. I worked with his mom for like years, like seven years before. Uh, do what I do now. I think it, as far as information, getting across on something that people haven't heard, we probably delivered more information in that podcast mm-hmm. than yeah. any of the others. Because you know, everybody knows about, well, not everybody knows, but everybody's more familiar with bass fishing, mm. you know, and stuff like that, trout fishing. Yada, yada. I like the carp thing, you know. But, you know, if I could get a hold of enough people that would talk about carp fishing, I'd have a carp fishing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what are some hot takes you have about fly fishing? Maybe some off the wall ideas or, uh, things that you do differently about fly fishing. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, some hot takes. I think the internet's overdone. Um, just in general or in fly fishing? Just in general. Well, in fly fishing. I mean, obviously it's, it's overdone in general, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, the I think yeah I, I think worrying about the picture uh, has done a lot of harm to to, to more fish than anything else. Mm-hmm. Worrying about the picture that's really the only problem I have with fly fishing is is the hero shot right. It's mm. on my nerves. Put him put him back in the damn water. He can't breathe. Yeah, was that a thing uh, coming from con- the conventional side? Was that an issue in conventional fishing? Too, or has that just been a thing since you've started fly fishing that you've noticed? Oh, you know what? I, I started being much more of a conservationist once I became a fly fisherman. Uh, much more aware. I was pretty aware of how I treated fish and, and respecting the game and everything. But uh, it became a, a focal point uh, once I became a fly fisherman. Why do you think that switch flipped for you in fly fishing? I don't know. I can't tell you for sure. That's a good question. Give me 15 or 20 and maybe another glass of rum. (laughs) (laughs) Come out with a hell of an answer. Uh, I I don't know. Something primal. I I really do believe that uh, this is what I was supposed to do. I I wish I had discovered it earlier, but maybe I wasn't supposed to. Um, But I I think this is is what I was supposed to do. This is why I'm here. Mm. So let's talk about before you, because now not only are you doing the podcast, you also have Flytex Angling. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Which is you you tie flies, you sell them on your website, and you do some guided trips for carp and bass and 
and all that good stuff. Um, before that, you were a taxidermist. I was. So we also talk a little, uh, not a lot, but we all hunt, so we like to talk about hunting. So talk to us about taxidermy. Give us like a, a crash course in taxidermy. Crash course. So <laughs> yeah. like, what happens after you after you shoot something? Yeah, like yeah. I I, I drop it off. What happens? Yeah. Okay. Well, you 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 drop it off. No, no. Before I drop it off, if I shoot a deer that's worth getting mounted on the wall, mm-hmm. what steps do I need to take? Keep your knife out of the chest cavity. Okay. Number one, because uh, you 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 may want to do something with a whole lot of chest on it. Uh, one of the the big things now is these uh, almost a three-quarter or a, a third mount. The chest is prominent, and a half shoulder will be prominent, right? Mm. So you want to keep that, you know, you want to keep any excess stitches out of your chest if you're going to show your chest. Yeah. So uh, you don't need to cut your rib cage. Get dirty. Get your arms up in there. You can you can reach the esophagus. Uh, get that all out. Don't don't uh, don't come up there. Um, if you're going to cape out the head yourself, um, be real be real careful around the horns. I mean, use a very sharp knife around your pedicles, you know, uh, and make make be deliberate about your cuts up there around the pedicles um, when you when you come to your point in the back. Um, other than that, you know, get them cold quick. Get them cold quick. You know, the longer they sit out, the more hair loss you're going to get. You know, uh, don't drag them. Don't drag them to the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so after we drop them off, what's the taxidermy process? Well, uh, you're going to drop them off probably at your processor, right? They're going to take the meat and they'll hide it. You know, they'll, they'll cape it out if your guide hasn't caped it out for you. Um, so that'll go to the tannery. Uh, they'll do a, a two-piece, two-part tan on that where they'll they'll take the hide, they'll pickle it which uh, they'll throw it in a pickle solution, uh, which is very acidic. Uh, it'll kill anything organic still living in the hide. It'll puff it up to about, oh, maybe two or three times the oh width. Wow. Really? Yeah. Just yeah. The, the the hide the itself. The hide itself, yeah. It's very mushy and puffed It's like up. a pickle solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, they'll, they'll thin that a little bit. They'll thin that on the what's called the wheel, and they'll thin that, and then they put it in, an, in another solution and tan it off. And then, the, meanwhile, your head's being you're caped off. Uh, depending on you know what you're doing, if you're going to do a shoulder mount, you don't have to worry about the skull or anything. They'll just take your skull cap off. Uh, if you're going to do a euro, then they'll keep all that and they'll they'll bleach your skull out for you and everything, make that look nice. But uh, other than that, uh, once they get uh, once they get it tanned, then they'll thin thin your hide down again. Uh, hopefully, make it nice and stretchy. You want a good stretchy hide. You know, so you can pull on it, move it around. Um, a deer hide, you, you'd be really surprised, will stretch uh, almost twice its width with a good tan once it's wet before it goes on a mannequin. Okay. Uh, but then uh, after that, after that second tan and they thin it again, then then uh, it'll go to the taxidermist. The taxidermist will have it prepped where they'll thin all the eyes, nose, mouth, uh, all that type of stuff, and uh, and then it'll be put on the mannequin, and uh, and that's another process in and of itself. You know, glue on on your styrofoam mannequin, clay, you know, clay all your mouth, ears, uh, eyes. Um, it's you know you can 
it's it's kind of like uh it's a lot like fly fishing it can be as basic or as detailed as you want and uh it all comes down to money right right you know mm. i can you can crank out a four or five hundred dollar mount and it'll look straight with glassy eyes and it'll look like the deer you shot or you can spend a thousand dollars and it looks like it's actually sticking its head around the corner you know, yeah there's a deer in the hallway <laughs> and so uh do you did have you taken any scrap material from that oh, and sure. turned it into fly tying oh sure yeah yeah i got a lot of elk hide and a lot of deer hide mm-hmm. right. i know i've got some arctic fox um any other cool stuff I've got? Um, yeah, I got you know I got some of the exotic stuff that it, you know I've tried to tie with, but a lot of it's brittle. A lot of it's brittle, and, mm. and it doesn't you know I can't find any of the other hairs. Don't, they don't flare, mm. you know. And I don't think they have the same hollow construction as a whitetail hair. Yeah, you know. Um, I think uh, didn't Skinny Mike buy some. Uh, grizzly bear hair from you guys at uh, Oktoberfish. We didn't have any grizzly. We had bison. Was, 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 yeah, maybe golden it was bison. bison. He yeah. was yeah, and, and he loved it. He was he was telling me the other day that he was tying some stuff with it. Yeah. He said he loved it. It's yeah. some cool stuff. It's yeah. some really yeah. just real, you know, coarse, wavy. Just there's a lot of little cool things that you just don't never never really see or yeah. or look to go after. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, you would think that uh, people were always asking me about that. Well, your fly tire, you must get all your materials at work. A couple of them. Yeah. You know, everything else is, I mean, we don't get any, we don't get a lot of pine squirrels to mount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tie with a lot of pine squirrel, right, you know. Um, you know, not, not too many people get pheasants mounted. So. Did you, uh, how long does the taxidermy process take? Oh, you know, your average shop could be up to two years in a lot of places. Uh, Why is that? Because that's a common thing I've been hearing. Um, what's what's with the delay? What's with the delay is is uh, if if they're not backed up, they're not advertising correctly. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, they so you're saying I should start taxidermy? And aver- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to get something locked down for two years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it it can be done uh, quick. But um, it, it's generally not. I mean, generally, it's it's usually most of your taxidermy shops are two and three man operations at the most, right? And so it tends to it tends to stack up on them pretty quick. You get a lot of you know. We were one of the big dogs on the block where we would put maybe we'd need three or four hundred things tanned, and so the tannery would put us in front and run us for several weeks. Well, the little guy down the street just got screwed. So he might be waiting, and, and there might be somebody bigger in front of him. You know, he's waiting another three months, you know. It, it yeah. gets, you know, if you're a small guy on the block, it can take a long time to get your stuff just back from, from the tannery, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, guys want to have that security built in. They want to have a couple years of, of stuff, you know, because it, uh, it is not a recession-proof business. Um, you know, disposable income disappears, you know, it's gone. So having some backup, having a year's worth of, of, of work in the freezer is a good thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So why did you leave taxidermy? Um, taxidermy, you know, I'd kind of gone, you know, I'd gone a long ways with it. I was in, yeah, I wasn't enjoying it as much. You know, I'd learned most of it and, 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 
I was starting to, guys were starting to whisper in my ear about guiding, you know, and, and uh, I was hesitant to do that, you know, because, you know, you don't want to ever do anything that you love and ruin it, right? You know, yeah. I thought it might ruin fishing. Um, I was tying better. I was getting a few little custom orders here and there, and, and it started to get a little, I don't know, burned out, I guess, on, on taxidermy and burned out on, you know, I don't want to do nine to five anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so I just, you know, and one day, you know, uh, I can't remember exactly what happened. It was pretty minor. <laughs> it was pretty minor, and I just dropped tools and walked. I, I, I think I actually did the tool drop <laughs> and and walked and haven't been back since. And uh, I called Tim and, and said, you know, you, you said you would help me with a couple of things. I need help. And, he, you know, he was great. Jumped right on board, you know. Um, it's helped me immensely with advice uh the the, the website mm-hmm. you know his design uh the the podcast so I, you know lucky that that tim was there when i decided to make the break you know things, yeah maybe things you know like we said earlier maybe i found fly fishing when i when i should have yeah. and this is you know uh, you, you bump into certain people when you should maybe yeah, he's he's been uh, he's been terrific for me. He's been a big influence since I decided to. And he gave me, you know, he he was one of the ones just talking about me. You, you're good enough to be a guide, you know. Why don't you have a fly shop? Why don't why aren't you doing this, you know? And he kind of gave me the confidence to 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 go ahead and walk. I'd been thinking about it for a while, and, and Tim, you know, helped me with you know talking me into helping me talk myself into doing it. Right? Yeah. Uh, what do you? Uh, what kind of trips do you do? Uh, carp. Uh, bass, um, I'll, I'll chase anything you want me to chase if you give me a couple of days to go pre-fish it. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm good with bass. I'm very confident uh, with bass, and I'm confident with carp. Um, I don't do anything uh, with, with trout on the wad. Um, um, I don't know if my skills are there um, yet with that, you know, and there are a lot of guys that, that have been doing it up there for, for a lot longer and a lot better efficient than i am you know I, I need to go up there if i if i wanted to offer something like that i'd need to go up there and apprentice for a little while take a page out of somebody's book mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a different game than what i'm doing yeah, yeah. it's a, it's yeah, a different yeah. ball game yeah it's totally different yeah, yeah. no for sure and then uh, i was looking at your flies uh oh what happened here so uh you have puff the magic rubber legged dragon yeah, puff the magic rubber like dragon dragonfly nymph. Yeah, yeah, that thing looks dirty. It does, man. I fish that for carp. Oh yeah, and trout and bass. It, it'll catch, <laughs> man. I, it'll catch bass, and infuriatingly so. Yeah, right? oh, I when bet. you're fishing for carp, and look, you know, it's we call it getting perch blocked, right? You know, but bass will do it too sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and and sometimes it's really nice when it's a decent fish, but you know, I you know, uh, who did I? Uh, my buddy uh, Tattoo Mike, he was getting on me. He goes, I've never heard anybody cat cuss after catching a bass before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's a pretty big carp. I, I suppose I shouldn't have did that, but that's a carp. <laughs> but yeah, the the puff is the puff is a it's a good fly. Uh, it's a it's a good fly. I'm confident in saying that. Um, you know, when you come up with something different, you know. You're, you know, well, that catches fish for me, but maybe it was the right situation or, mm-hmm. or anybody else. But it's, you know, I've had enough people fish it now that uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really confident in it. I, I, it's the best carp fly I've used so far. 
I'd fish it. Yeah. Tomorrow. You know, it looks great. Uh, that's cool. Uh, Don, what uh, what are your best beginner tips? So oh. we don't do that stuff a lot. Line yeah, management. Yeah. yeah. Practice line management. That's number one, man. That's the biggest, biggest, you know, part of the learning curve to overcome, isn't it? I mean, in, yeah. in my estimation, I mean, just um, – I tell my brother-in-law who's learning to be deliberate all the time, and, and he looks at me, and and I, and the other day I figured out that the look was, I have to know what I'm doing before I'm deliberate, right? I have to be adequate at the skill, mm-hmm. you know, before I'm deliberate with it. And, and and we were talking about, you know, line control, and and he has. Well, the last time we fished, it was you know, night and day. It was great. He had, he's overcome it now. It's, his line hand is doing things that he doesn't have to think about anymore, right? But I think that, that the, the biggest beginner tip is uh, spend time with your equipment and cast, fish, um, fish, 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 um, line management, line management. You can't do anything if you can't manage your equipment. I think that is – I think that's a great tip because I would agree that line management is one of the hardest things to overcome. Everyone's, like, ready to cast and everything – if you don't even start with, like, no slack in your line. Right. Or how how the line should look between your guides and your hand, you know, because, like, that affects casting, that affects setting. Yeah. I mean, we see it all the time, even, like, real recovery and everything. Line management is the biggest issue. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can teach somebody to cast. They can get the cadence down, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's that other side of it that if they're not prepared. And that's, like, and line management takes doing. You can't show someone line management. They just have to, like, overcome it. And think about it. Because you, you are, you, you, until it becomes you can, that you natural You can show thing. someone how to cast, and they can kind of get it. You know, if they're, if they, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people can. But line management, and then the other thing is fighting fish. You can't simulate fighting fish on a fly rod. No. How no. to fight fish. Like, those are line management and fighting fish are two things that you actually have to get out on the water and do. Yeah, especially fighting trout. Because Kendall was a pretty decent bass angler. And then, but she just kept losing trout. But it takes. Was she breaking them off or what? No, they were just popping on. They were coming undone. A lot of times she was she was fighting them the wrong direction. You know, she was leading them instead of uh, mm-hmm. backwards. You know, and um, but like that just comes from experience. You know, like the more often you hook in the fish, the more you're gonna be able to actually test and see what works and figure that out. Yeah, and so now I mean she she's great. Yeah, I, th- I think the yeah, like you said, the only way to overcome it. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's not, it's not really good practice. You know, you, there's not no line management drill out there. <laughs> and it's know? and the other thing is, unlike casting, like you can you can be bad and get a cast out there. It's obvious when you don't have good line management how difficult it is. Well, you miss fish constantly. You miss fish, and then there's like a light bulb that happens when you have good line management, and then it just like like you said earlier, it clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's another tip you have for a beginner? Fish, 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 fish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and watch. Watch. Um, it's tough, but sit down and watch what you're fishing for. If, you can, if, if you're fishing for bass and you can see some, if you've got a place where you can go watch them, mm-hmm. go watch the animal that you're, that you're hunting. You know? I mean, because this is basically hunting. You know? Yeah. Go watch your quarry. Get familiar with it. Read up on it. I'm a reader. So my other beginner tip is is to read everything you can get your hands on. 
So are you more a pro reading or like YouTube? I oh, if you gave me the 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 choice, I'd read. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love YouTube. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I you know, I'm 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 a little bit older than you guys, so you know. <laughs> Barely, uh, barely, Don. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> but um, uh, no, how I learned how to learn was was by reading. Right, you know, you, there are visual learners, there are reading learners, mm-hmm. there are you know, uh, practical application guys. I'm a reader. Um, but YouTube, man, there's nothing, uh, no bigger gift to fly tires in the world than YouTube. And I've heard some people like, uh, you know, uh, that I was surprised um disagree with me with that and say no it's the it's the downfall of it okay okay what okay so let's just play devil's advocate argue on their behalf what what is their argument that's causing the downfall their argument is causing the downfall is it's it's the the um i guess the watering down of it uh you know the not adhering to the strict traditions um you know, it, more than anything, it's just crotchety old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. not liking synthetic materials or something yeah, you like keep, that. We, right? We've talked about that before. As you yeah. go down the list, at one time there was people like, no, it's just got to be dry fly fishing. Sure. Right. right? And sure. then that's turning to now we got squirmy worms. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's there's always I think there's always going to be. Of course. A line somewhere. And yeah, it's always oh, look, gonna be and, uh, look, it's going to be me at some point, too, right? When I'm old, I'm going to be well, look, guys with their electric flies. Shoot, <laughs> halftime we do a YouTube video. It's like, oh, what are the materials? Oh, we don't have that, but we can just easily replace it with this. You See, know, no, we're like, not allowed to replace materials anymore. We got to be 100% to the no, rest. No, that's just that's you. you. That's uh, your Because that's your New Year's. we do yeah. it rarely and on occasion. Zach's first option is to replace a material. <laughs> Even if I got the material. He's so like, oh, so uh, do you not tie with synthetics? No, I tie with everything. Okay. Yeah. Nothing, I, nothing no, no, is no, no, off the no, table. No, no, no. no. Right. Nothing no, no. is Zach off the table. ties only with what he has. So if he sees a fly that he wants to tie and he ha- he owns none of the materials <laughs> yeah. that are required to tie that fly, he will find a way to tie that fly with yeah. substitute materials only. Well, I like only. that a lot, though. Yeah. I like that a lot. But then it becomes something new. But then it becomes something new. It's like saying, hey, guys, I'm going to make uh, spaghetti. A Frenchie. But I don't have have tomato sauce or noodles. Uh, Here's a fajita taco. I I mean. (laughs) But you know what, though? Both will fill you up and. No matter, my flies catch fish. No, you're right. You're so, absolutely right. No, no, no. You just threw me off today. We were like, here's my version of a Frenchie. And it's like, wait a it's second. Got, it's got one thing. It's got, it's, it's got, got, it's got, it's, it's got, got the gold rib. You, you took stuff from a, 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 a hare's ear. You took stuff from, uh, from a copper john. You took stuff from an articulated, delete, uh, articulated, you know, whatever. And, and a squirming worm. It's like, that's. How is that a Frenchie again? Like it's 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 a Frenchie because it's not a Frenchie. I don't know what's going on. It's an anti-Frenchie. I've watched that video probably twenty times, just going like, wait a second. <laughs> did you did you post this today? Yes, yes. I did. I have to watch this. Yeah, 
Yeah. It kind of looks like a Frenchie. It just, it, you know, it's like, I, I feel like no, after the 20th no. time watching it, I felt cheated that I was like, we need to do this on purpose and we just get, we could get like 20,000 view Thankfully, count. yeah, thankfully the video is, uh, the hook is so far zoomed out, you can't really tell what he's doing. People don't care, they just want to see my face. <laughs> Who told you that? Did your wife tell you that? Did your wife tell you yeah, that? Yeah, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he tying? And why is he using, you know, wire rib and calling it a Frenchie? Gabe, you're starting to sound like a crotchety old man. I am. <laughs> okay, okay. But to be fair, a Frenchie does have a wire rib. That was the one thing I had in common. Okay, but you were, but your wire was like, was like a Copper John. Was I, I couldn't what do you mean? tell. My wire wasn't like a I Copper John. Like it was more a of your face than the fly. I couldn't exactly. Tell. Again, people want to see the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <laughs> brings them in. It's, it's about, it's about the tire, not the yeah. fly. Yeah. You click on the YouTube videos of the face that's going like reaction shot. You know, people uh, at the end of the day don't really care. They they don't even know what fly I'm tying anyways, you know. <laughs> I have a new uh, video idea. Okay. It's called Gabe React. Yeah. <laughs> it's where we do a reaction yeah. video of Gabe watching Zach tie flies. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell me if it's a fly or not. And if not, I get to name it. I was 10 <laughs> seconds in going like, what is this not even close to him? There's nothing about a Frenchie in this fly. Dang. I'll tie a Frenchie up tomorrow and call it a pheasant. You were already pheasant there today. Day. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll flip yeah. it. And then, and then when we started talking about it, when we were eating dinner right now, <laughs> we're, we're, Zach and I were sitting there talking about, about that fly. And he goes... Oh yeah, that's right. There's no peacock curl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Are, what is going? Where am I? Yeah. I think it's because I haven't tied in so long that I used to know the exact recipe and I used to tie them the way they were. Google. It's been that long. Google. It's the last time you tied. Well, in I mean, Zach's defense, I I I throw peacock curl in there uh, for my color uh, against the bean on Frenchies all the time. Yeah, it's fine, but that's not what he did. No, I didn't do it. That, <laughs> made, no, no, no. that baby was the body. He, okay. Yeah, he <laughs> made a prince. That was the body. He was a prince. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, what he says, there was the only thing that was similar to a Frenchie was the fact that it had gold rib. That's literally and a bee on a and dick. A bee. And the bee was arguably too small. So, <laughs> so you know. But hey, man, it looked pretty. It'll catch fish tomorrow. It'll catch fish tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping to see. Some state water body records. <laughs> and then I'll name it. Yeah, and then I'll name it. Then I'll yeah. name the fly. It's like hey, a Frenchie. You're yeah. like a Frenchie. That's what we call it, yeah. Like, oh, it's, wow. What's that it's fly? Like, oh, it's like, it's like a Frenchie. I'll call, them free, I'll call it Freedom Fry. Freedom Frenchies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you got to put out the video tying it with Madonna in the background. <laughs> I mean, nowadays you can get that probably like with a, a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> I like it. That would work really well. Speaking of Madonna, I watched uh, yesterday the. Uh, no clue we're gonna go with this. Um, like a surgeon. Al Weird Al. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Movie. Oh the movie. Oh the hell yeah. yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Have Not you guys bad. seen it? Not yet. I don't oh. have Roku TV or whatever it's called. Pretty good. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. How's, how's I the like soundtrack? Weird Al. Oh, it's great. <laughs> It's great. Did you have to have a Roku TV? I will. Uh, well, we have a Roku. That's how uh, we stream all of our stuff, and it's, like, free on there. We can go to Trader's Village and get one for, like, $15. That's true. And just have, like, everything. And we can have every channel ever. I will channel. say, just to prepare you guys, because it took me about half the movie to realize this, but they add on to it so much towards the end. Yeah, it's a mock. It's, it's not real. It's it, The whole movie's a parody. Yeah. About Weird Al's life. Yeah, it's he fantastic. Did, he didn't date Madonna. Yeah. 
I didn't figure. Uh, I didn't go and check. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I didn't figure. Okay. No. <laughs> you guys yeah, know Weird Al is a mystery. <laughs> Weird Al and Madonna. Uh, how does how does Rodman get Madonna, but Weird Al can't? Fair enough. That's I don't true. know. Yeah. Basketball is a little bit cooler than the accordion. I guess so. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but but that mustache though. With that mustache. Let's try to get him on the on the Weird podcast. Al. Yeah, get Weird out on the podcast. Yeah. See see how that works out. He might want to. Don, who's your who's some of your favorite fly tires that you look and you watch I videos like, and stuff from? I like Craven a okay. lot. Um, and uh, I like uh, um, oh, what's the guy that does Tightline? Oh yeah, yeah, tight, the Tightline Productions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. you're talking about. Um, yeah. And I like a couple of the English guys, love Barry or Clark, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cool. Um, Gunner Brammer, Gunner, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> killer stuff, right? Um, man, I will watch almost. I mean, I I will go down a, a a YouTube hole. I'll get down there and then start tying. I'm I'm gonna tie it next, and I'll watch one video, and then the next video, and then I've got like 14 ways to tie. You know, mm-hmm. the same fly, and, and but um. Uh, yeah, I go back to I go back to Tightline most of the time. I I like his Tim Flagler. Like, yeah, Flagler. I like I like his videos a lot. They're, yeah, they explain yeah. real well. It's like watching a video. Of, it's like watching how it's made from the History Channel. I used to watch that show all the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, it's so like exactly, exactly like the that. same, yeah, and he's yeah. got the same voice too. Yeah, yeah. No, they're easy to follow, and they're lots. They're, yeah, nice and step by step, and yeah, it's a good one. I have a couple of stuff I've tied from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well. and 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 I like uh, the fly fish food guys. Oh yeah, I tend to watch that a lot. Yeah. I mean, because th- yeah, they got like, your old <coughs> you got yeah, Lancey again, yeah. and uh, and then Uncle Cheech. Cheech, yeah. yeah. Uh, I tied, I tied, uh, uh, watched his video for the mil spec Pertagon mm-hmm. last night. Mm. Yeah, I just put an order with him actually last night. So yeah, hopefully next week I'll get some Christmas money. Christmas Ooh. money. So while my my brisket's outside on the pellet grill. Looking at my my uh, you gonna do Wi-Fi. an o- you gonna do an overnight smoke or you gonna do a day smoke? Probably overnight. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. put it in eleven. Just you know, let it go all day or all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then pull it, put it in the, uh, uh, put it in the, uh, in the cooler, and then put other stuff on there. You know, some maybe some chicken or stuff. You guys smell skunk? Yeah. No. Yeah. There yeah. was one. Okay, we'll find out. You're not going enough. outside, buddy. Oh. Sorry, he likes to get sprayed. So, I gotta pee. Oh, is if there's a hint, getting into the skunks? Yeah. yeah. If if there's a hint of smell, well, out here, Landon's had issues. He got he got mugged by a skunk, and I'm pretty sure a knife pulled out by a raccoon once or twice out yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Early on, we Rough were doing life over here. We were doing yeah. <laughs> podcasts outside, and then you had an issue with a a raccoon, right? That was harassing you guys. I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, harassing our bird feeders. Yeah, harassing the bird feeders. And he was throwing gigantic mosquitoes at my face. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, I remember that day. Oh, sucked. That was a yeah. That was a rough one. Forgot about that. Yeah. Well, guys, Don, is there anything else you want to talk about before we? It's your. It's y'all's podcast, man. Okay. <laughs> you have any words of wisdom for our listeners? Um, don't believe the hype. What do you mean by that? Well, that's an old public enemy thing. It just sounded good to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Nice. Don't invest in FTX. Yeah. Don't invest in leisure suits. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
Um, you know, nothing really earth shattering. No, fish, 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 tie, tie, tie. Okay, I like it. Well, where can everyone find you? Uh, they can they can find me uh, at uh, flytexangling.com um, or what's my handle on Instagram? I think flytex underscore angling. Let me look. Uh, it is flytex underscore angling. Yep. yep, you can find me there. I th- and I have a Twitter, I, I believe. I, I never tweet, though. I should tweet more. But we I just got our Twitter back. Up yesterday, well, did yeah. you get suspended? No, no, we're, we're just no. talking trash about musk. <laughs> no, we no. we got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well. yeah, exactly. Uh, free speech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you make sense. It's like really like how many people are you following in the fly fishing community on Twitter? I no. don't. I uh, outdoors in general on Twitter yeah. is not very active. Well, but here's the only thing is that. Everywhere I can, li- you can link a Twitter page to like your Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, and your podcast. So basically, to where it automatically sends it to Twitter whenever you post something. So you basically have another way to post but something without it, having. to How's do it going to change with a new rule? What's the new rule? That you can't link to other social media platforms under Musk's Twitter without paying. I guess we'll have to pay because he doesn't like competition. Capitalism. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hmm. At so least you're up and running. I don't know. At least we got it back up. I barely use Twitter it's anyway. It's we'll see what happens. It's liquid at this point. For <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. Oh, and keep an eye yeah, out. Yeah, it's all very, like, you yeah. know, it rules be coming and going for a while. Keep, yeah. keep an eye out for some new uh, merch that's coming on to the to the fly, um, to the, the our page. Um, Zach's got a T-shirt that's going to say, um, you know, it's like a Frenchie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. This is my take on a Frenchie. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they'll be on sale here pretty soon. Amen. Oh, that would be good. You should do a piece of artwork that's just like a random fly and be like, it's like a Frenchie. It's like a Frenchie. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. no. My, takes, no, my no, take no. on a Frenchie. That, that was your thing. My take on my a Frenchie. My take on a Frenchie. You know, <laughs> <It's> a squirmy <laughs> exactly. worm. See, I set it up right from the beginning. Yeah. Sticker we nice. all knew exactly what, was <laughs> yeah. what we were in for. It's a great <laughs> it's sticker idea. Take. It's a great sticker <laughs> right, idea. You know, have you guys ever seen that artwork that's like, CC Niest un pipette? It's like this is not. It translates to this yeah. is not a pipe, you know. It has a picture of a pipe. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it should be. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, this, this is, is my take of a Frenchie. This is not a Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> they have whatever. Have any fly on it? What did I see the other day? I saw something. It was labeled and it said, "This is not food." Oh jeez! No shit! <laughs> Do you have to tell people this? Yeah, not for human consumption. I think that's yeah. like a lot of fly tying materials have that have that little you know the California sticker on it. Oh yeah. yeah. Besides yeah. cancer, this is not for human so consumption. So how how is everyone anyone in California alive? I don't know. Everything right. is known to cause cancer in California. I know. Yeah. This is why I don't go to California. <laughs> <laughs> it only causes it there. So if we're in Texas, yeah. we're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. well, Anybody listening from California, please put in your <laughs> please like and comment. Move. move. <laughs> and move. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is good. Uh one other thing I'd like to mention. Honey holes hates trash. We got a couple people that submitted some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so uh, there's a little bit now. of competition now. So yeah. here's the deal. When you go out fishing, you pick up some trash. Doesn't matter how much, just pick up some. Take a picture. Take a picture of your trash with you in it, hopefully. Or it doesn't have to be. Just take a picture of the trash. Go to honeyholeangling.com. There will be a link on there that says Honey Hole Hates Trash. It's in two places. So if you have two eyes, then you should be able to find it. Fill out the information. It's going to ask for your name, your email, some brief questions, and a photo of the trash. 
that gets you entered to win a whole stash of loon gear valued at about $200. So get some fishing pliers, get some fly tying mat, get another set of fishing pliers, all from loon, but you got to pick up trash dinner. And, you know, your odds are pretty good right now. Yeah. Everybody should be picking up trash anyway. So yeah, it should be pretty easy. You just got to snap <coughs> a picture on the way out. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. click the link in our bio and answer like, and I guarantee questions. you, you have better odds than scratch off. <coughs> this yes. is this is worth your time. Yeah, it is worth your time. Yeah. So and you're helping the environment. Yep. And our rivers. All right, Don. Thanks for coming on. We'll link all of Don's uh, pages, oh, and pages, Instagram, their podcast, full cast podcast on the fly. Um, Don, if people want to book a trip with you, should how should they reach out to you? Well, they they can they can uh, email me on the site. They can uh, text me or call me. Okay. Uh, numbers on there. Um, get a hold of me any way you'd like, any way it's convenient for you. Um, also, you can go uh, Don Anderson or D Anderson at uh, flytexangling.com is the email. Um, give me a shout. Um, oh, and uh, one thing, can I say something real quick before we yeah. go? Yeah, I'd, yeah. Like to, I'd like to thank you guys uh, for uh, a couple of things for supporting uh, our Tim and I's podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I'd also like to thank you guys for supporting Oktoberfish been there uh the last two years and we really appreciate it absolutely and, and like thank you and and i thank you for this uh beforehand but i i want to uh thank you again for uh secret society of fly tires my new favorite podcast yeah. Yeah. oh yeah i love it i know it's hard to say mine's our favorite when that podcast is out there it's like oh yeah yeah but thanks thanks again for having me on guys I yeah appreciate it. thanks don thank you Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week. Bye.